Welcome, listeners, to Quadrant 4 Politics. I'm here with Riley. We're here to discuss some questions from our political compass test, where we focus on things from a libertarian and conservative viewpoint. If you have anything you want us to talk about, please email us at quadrant4politics at gmail.com. That's using the number four. We're available on Anchor, Spotify, and many other streaming services, as well as YouTube. Anything you want to mention before we hop on into things? Uh, also, Apple and Google Podcasts we're on. Those are the most popular ones. Um, but yeah, let's uh, jump right into the questions. Yeah, let's start with our political compass test question. We are getting a little low on uh, questions, but you know, we got questions from another test. Oh, uh, so. we, we will be doing this for a very long time. <laughs> well, this is what we're about. We want to be non-scripted and we want to be able to answer questions without giving it thought. That's mm. what real journalists do. <laughs> how journalism works these days. All right. So. Question number one. Is it good? That's it's fun. All right. A same-sex couple in a stable, loving relationship should not be excluded from the possibility of child adoption. Can I read it? A same-sex couple in a stable, loving relationship should not be excluded from the possibility of child adoption. Uh, I don't like the way that they use the not in there. I I feel like it makes the question harder. But um, I strongly agree with this one. Uh, the, The answers are strongly disagree, disagree, agree, and strongly agree. I strongly agree with this one. I think that a same sex couple should be able to adopt a child no problem. Okay. So yesterday you sent me a video of, which is really, it was really interesting and I would urge everybody to check it out. It was Ben Shapiro answering this. Oh yeah, Ben and Shapiro went through the questions. He went through the questions. He was pretty quick to the point, but also, you know, gave his reasoning. And I was surprised at how much I disagreed with him oh, yeah. on so many of the things, yet we still ended up in the same quadrant, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but some of his answers, I was just like, this is really Ben Shapiro giving the answers, really? like." Uh, but he gave the perfect answer, which is, uh, is it preferable to have children going into adoption for into a same-sex couple? He said, no, but I kind of think of it as a hierarchy. Like, it would be best if it was a heterosexual couple. That way there's the mom and the dad unit. He's like, but would I prefer a loving same-sex couple as opposed to a child being in an orphanage? Absolutely. And on that question, like, that was my position to this question before I heard Ben Shapiro. So this one was towards the end of the test. And I was like, oh, finally something you and I agree on, Mm -hmm. Ben. Um, And so I uh, I think every kid deserves a mom and a dad. But I think the reality of it is there's dads who leave the family there's moms who leave the family there's people who who lose their parents uh in wars you can lose both your kids in a car accident um i believe that each adoption agency should be able to set their own decisions on whether or not they're going to allow same sex their private business i would support them being able to discriminate against people if they want uh well if you use the word discriminate i don't i just think if they want to choose what they think is best for the child based on their beliefs. Um, Discrimination, yeah. Okay, sure. (laughs) Um, 
then again, I've heard, you know, from people who've been raised by two men or two women, and I've heard stories on both sides. Some people say, I was raised by two fathers, but I've always had the longing, you know, for a mother, or vice versa. And then I've heard people say, I was raised by same-sex parents, and how dare you, like, insinuate their love isn't just as good. And it's not that the same-sex couple, it's, I'm not one of those conservatives who thinks, oh, they're going to deviate the kids, or, you know, well, some of them will, by, you know, pushing a strong, you know, gender binary agenda on them. But, I mean, a lot of straight parents do that, too. Um, but it's not that I think they're not two loving people. It's just I think a mother and father, you know, they're the yin and the yang, and they serve to balance a purpose. But in the end, above everything else, I am pro-life. And if we can have more babies saved because they're going to, because if a mother doesn't want the child, but two men or two women do want the child, all the better. So my answer to this, um, and like Ben Shapiro said, this these questions were written with a left slant um, because what it wants you to do is if you say uh, disagree, then basically it's saying you're a bigot, therefore a conservative. And I do say disagree on this um, based on what they're trying to ask. They're, the question they're trying to ask is, do you believe same-sex parents should adopt just the same as opposite-sex parents? And my answer would be no. But do I think it's out of the question ever? Wait, you don't think that same-sex parents should be able to adopt just the same as uh, straight couples? I'm saying that I do not... I think the ideal situation is one mother and one father. Yeah, but the ideal situation is doesn't work for everyone, nor I, is it always, like, morally right. Like, the ideal situation is for you not to vape, but when you go to the vape store, they don't say, ah, this guy shouldn't be vaping, I'm not going to give him a vape. Uh, that's a pretty big stretch I, I mean, you're making. the ideal... That doesn't make any sense. There's... Having a straight couple as your parents is not a huge drastic difference from having a gay couple as your parents. Like, there's not gonna, that's not gonna change your fundamental life experience in any way, shape, or form. I mean, if you grew up with two dads versus a kid who grew up with a mom and a dad, the one, the one with a mom and a dad might be able to deal with women a little bit better because they grew up with one, but that's such a minor thing, you know? I'm like, just I agree with you that a straight couple is a tiny, tiny bit better than a homosexual couple as parents, but only for that factor of with a straight couple, the child grows up with uh, the experience of growing up with a, with a man and a woman, whereas a, growing up with a gay couple as your parents, you only experience two men, so you, you can grow up running the risk of not ever knowing how to deal with women. Um, but that's like such a minor, minor thing. I don't think that, um, the way you're interpreting this qu question is correct. I don't think that this question is, uh, left slanted at all. I think it's just saying, do you think that same sex couple should be able to adopt? And yes, I absolutely well, do. So, let me, should be, so it says, should they be excluded? Um, wait. 
a same-sex couple in a stable should oh should not be excluded from the possibility of child adoption. If I answered this in the spirit of the question, which is because I believe the spirit of the question is do we are is adoption from same-sex parents equal to adoption from opposite sex parents? Why? My answer is no. Why is that the spirit of the question? Because the because that's what they're trying to find out is do you think well, I think obviously if you select disagree, you're going to be more conservative on the spectrum, but, but it's not asking, it, it, there is no, no reading between the lines on this question is, is a straight couple a better option for a orphan than a gay couple? That's not what it's asking. You, it's saying, we know, we've read a lot of these questions and we know a lot of them are worded incorrectly. I well, mean, a lot or, of them are worded the, poorly. They're, or they're worded poorly and they're you reach the wrong, you can reach different answers based on how you interpret it and you can r reach base different answers based on what they're trying to actually ask so the question Levin should not be excluded so how do i answer that with the position i'm in do you think where, gay people should be allowed to adopt children I, I feel like that's pretty simple. Like, obviously, the, they use a lot of words here, especially including the stable, loving relationship, but it essentially boils down to, do you think that gay people should be able to adopt children? Um, with Without taking into account the answers that are here, I would say on an as-needed basis or when it's within the family, like, for example, let's say... Why are you so against so, gay hold, people being... Shut parents? up, shut up for a second. <laughs> hold on. Let's say for a second that a single mom dies and her next and only sibling is her sister, who's a lesbian. Do I think the state should take them and put them, put that child with a same or an opposite sex couple so that child doesn't then live with two lesbians? Absolutely not. Like, that's way overboard if i had to give a child up for adoption i would want them in a situation with a mom and a dad now why would i want that to be the situation because that's how biology and science has set it up for us and we could say god but i mean i don't think science says anything about that i think biology does but i don't think science says anything about that you don't think society in general is set up for kids to have a mom and a dad if we did everything correctly, let's say there weren't deadbeat dads, there weren't drug addict mothers, let's say people behaved more acceptably and bred their children more appropriately, but sometimes still had to give them up for adoption, you don't think the standard, the norm, is a mom and a dad, and you don't think there's a benefit to having one of each? You don't think, like, isn't there a reason that we have different connections with our mom and different connections with our dad. Um, like I'm a mama's boy. What would I have done growing up with two dads? I, I think, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. I think, um, the benefit from having a straight couple as your parents is negligible. Like, I think it doesn't matter in any way, shape, or form. It, the way you're posing the question is, like, 
obviously, yes, human biology is set up for a man and a woman, but we are not animals. We're civilized. And, exactly. And that means that we can have homosexual relationships that are totally fine and acceptable. And in the end, a child growing up with, a, with gay parents isn't going to be any different than a child growing up with straight parents when they grow up. Well, it depends on what you mean. They're not going to be any different. I mean, there's different studies done on of it, done on it, but I don't think any of those studies have really a way to have a uh, unbiased and large enough uh, study sample. Because for one, gays haven't been allowed to adopt for that long, and for two, you're asking, you're not, you're t you're looking at the person and you're saying. Did you have a positive experience growing up with your same-sex adoptive parents? And the person's like, yes, of course I did. But the way, if you want to really look at it, the way they should be doing the studies, it's see how people are successful afterwards or see how they relate with the same or the opposite sex. Don't necessarily ask them the leading question to where they need to answer pretty much in a way that is supportive of their parents. I just, you're not... I th I think that this is your traditional values coming into play and you're not I you're putting your Christian and traditional values into play ahead of like what the freedom of a homosexual couple like if you have a kid that you're giving up for adoption and you want it to go to a straight couple, that's totally your opinion. But if you give it to an orphanage, then they're the ones who have the right to, to make the decision. No, I agree. And but if you privately, lots of people who, yeah, do private adoptions, and they will say, some of them will say, "I want my kids with this race of people." You mm -hmm. know, some people still think it's a good idea, um, and a lot of liberals think it's a good idea that your that if when you're adopting out a child that they grow up in the race that they're part of. I disagree with that. Hmm. Um, but there's this whole idea of you can lose your sense of culture and identity if you put black kids with white parents or vice versa. Hmm. And I think that's a bunch of liberal hogwash. What I, I am too. saying is you can say it's religious and traditional, and I'm not going to deny that that's part of it. But as the world continues to change, I find that God and science are more closely matched than people want to admit. And the fact is, is if you're saying same-sex couples are set up to be able to take care of kids just as well as uh, heterosexual couples, then why hasn't biology given them the opportunity well, to procreate? We're also... Like the fact, the fact that we're talking about this is pretty stupid because your traditional values tell you that a family is um, a man, woman, and child. But the fact of the matter is that humans were not biologically made to be monogamous. I mean, women go out and you know instinctually they're told to choose a mate and to choose the best. Whereas men are biologically told to spread their seed as much as possible. So if you want to get down to this is what our biology tells us, then 
children would just be fucking left with their mothers and there'd be a bunch of different fathers everywhere all the time. Mm, well, I would go back seat. to so your argument of the animals and the fact that... In well, a because you can't, you can't say our biology tells us that we need to be straight couples, but our biology also... We, we have to ignore the part that tells us that um, we're not monogamous. Like, you can't argue one and not the other. I'm saying we're not animals, we're civilized, so we are in monogamous relationships, but it also says that we can have alternative relationships and still be okay. Yes, which is why my position is not that a child ending up with same-sex parents is the end of the world. My position is that children will do better in a household with a loving mother and a loving father. Now, what if we change the question to a loving same-sex couple versus a white trash, abusive, well, that's obvious. horrible, opposite-sex couple? Using the ideal couple for both situations, it's a happy straight couple and a happy gay okay. couple. Yeah. The straight couple, you're saying that there's a significant benefit to that. I'm saying that's traditional it's biological it's scientific going against it the only reason to do that is to satisfy a political agenda like the only re the reason i'm hesitant well, with these questions is because it makes me hateful because <laughs> i am now hateful for saying oh the ideal situation for a child is to have a father and mother mm. do you ever see those fatherhood commercials on tv where it's like fatherhood and it shows like well, it's encouraging okay. men to have if if let if an orphanage has a child that they're that wants to be adopted by two different families one family is a straight family and one family is a gay family the best situation would be not for the orphanage to choose the straight family over the gay family the best option would be like to have the family the two couples get together and discuss like hey we're both in the running for this kid which one do we think would be better they could have a conversation with each other and decide what's the best for the kid between the two instead of the orphanage saying well you know it this is like um hiring people it's like you have a man and a woman who are applying for a job they both have the same college education and stuff like that but they go with the man because they're like eh men are known as better workers or we're mostly a male company or this is construction work so men are better at it you know you can't just if you have two couples competing for a kid you can't just say i'm going with a straight couple because biology tells us that you know i think that that's wrong okay and i just think it's scientifically correct i i would like to see the science that backs it up where neither of us are really super informed well like I said, I've seen a lot of studies, and the studies suggest that there is no difference. But the studies also ask the people who grew up with the same-sex parents. They say, did you have a happy childhood? Were your parents good to you? Do you regret not having an opposite-sex parent? Yeah. Like I said, they don't actually look at the results. And, some, and it might not be that it's end of the world results, but you even brought up like the fact that there could be different, like uh, different ways of communicating. And it's not like we learn, it's not like the way, like we learn how to communicate with a woman when we're attracted to her is like, Oh, like he, my mom's my golden example. Like, yeah. you know, that's called the, what, Oedipus well, the, the reason like, why I bring that up is because like, it's proven that kids, who are who grow up with siblings are better better adapted for life than kids who grow up 
uh, on their own because they're able to socialize better because they have they were brought up their lives um, with their siblings competing against each other and socializing with each other whereas a child who is an only child grows up not without those skills you know so that's my equivalent of saying it's good to have a man and woman as a father because then you can grow up learning how to uh, interact with both sexes whereas you know if you were a straight boy and you had gay fathers you know talking to women might be twice as scary for you as a regular straight boy you know yeah so okay. I, I I'm I'm not denying that there's a small benefit for a straight couple I'm just saying that there's no reason in any way shape or form that when a child is being put up for adoption the preference should be straight couple if there's a gay couple that's just as good so we're saying they're equally as good, mm -hmm. but the only difference is one's straight and one's a gay couple. Yeah. Okay. And I guess the the thing is, is you can't measure the long-term results. Well, and also nobody's equal, so that, mm -hmm. that this hypothetical couple we have isn't actually going to be equal. One mm -hmm. of them's going to be better than the other. Yeah. But let's say for the, the sake of... The gay couple will probably be wealthier. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> or if it's two women, then they're going to give their children mullets. I don't know. <laughs> but um, back to my thing. You've seen the, Have you seen those fatherhood commercials? Where no. it's like father... Like, there's a lot of them. And it encourages like fathers to be participants in their kid's life. And there's mm -hmm. no motherhood com commercials because mothers are do not walk out on their kids at nearly the rate that men do. Yeah. And my point is... How has there not been backlash from same-sex females raising kids saying, my kid doesn't need a father? Now, th these are not, uh, some of them are, but they're not all Christian uh, commercials being put out. In fact, some of them are being put out by government, uh, what's the word? I don't know the word, government groups yeah. saying, fathers, participate in your kids' damn lives because we know it's better and there's statistics, hard statistics, that show kids who grow up with a father are less likely to end up in prison. And how does that rate relate to a lesbian couple? I don't have that information on hand. I'm just saying even our politically correct liberal government is encouraging fatherhood. So how at the same time can we say, oh, it's okay for two women to raise a child? Why is it that kids who grow up without a father tend to be more criminally inclined? Is it because their mother was abusive or abandoned, uh, like abandoned them in some way or, you know, was addicted to drugs or alcohol? Like, I think if, there's... if the father leaves and the woman is a great single mother, is the kid still at risk of being a criminal because he didn't have I, a father? I think so. Um, now, I, I'm going to just come out and say I'm not an expert, I don't have the studies in front of me. We pull these questions randomly. Otherwise, maybe I would have had a study or two. <laughs> but um, studies have been done that show the crucial part that a father plays in a child's life. And children growing up without fathers, I believe even with good mothers, are still at risk. Now, is it because the mother's overwhelmed? Is it because there's something in... I think it's because... Uh, personally, I think it's because there is something... I think toxic masculinity, which I hate the term, but it is real. And if you don't have a real 
man to show you what I, not I, to behave like. I don't like. think Tusk, like, hardcore feminists would call it toxic, toxic masculinity, but I think uh, what you're referring to is just masculinity in general. Like I, well, just, I think some men are shitbags, and if you don't yeah. have... If you don't have a loving, stable, whatever this question says, father to show you what a man is supposed to be like, as a female, you might end up with one of these crappy men. And as a male, you might end up emulating yeah. these crappy men. Being a crappy man. Yeah. And just with, as with, uh, you know, just as it is with gay people and it is with fathers the studies seem to always focus on the men yeah. so i don't have the information for the other way around mm. of kids who are raised with just fathers and, a, and that's because it happens a lot less frequently yeah. um that's usually like the mother dies or something exactly and that's you know and that's the thing is that that that's also a situation too parents can die mm -hmm. and i am not saying if a child's at an orphanage and they're is a gay couple and they're the only one there to adopt that we should say sorry we're waiting for straight parents i am saying that it seems like biology has set us up for a mother father situation well biology has set us up for a polyamorous relationship no it hasn't because we also you said there's the animal instinct because as humans we are animals mm. but we also have the ability to refrain from our animalistic instincts, which is why we become monogamous and we commit to one person because, you know, the lions in the wild aren't trying to have a sustaining, meaningful relationship, you yeah. know? Well, we, we've circled this before. Let's get back to the question. The question is a same-sex couple in a stubble stable stubble stubble and a stable loving relationship should not be excluded from the possibility the possibility of child adoption what is your answer to this question fine if you want to if you want to if you want me to take this at the way it's face written value. at face value the way it's written i will say agree Agree. All right. If you want me to take it at the spirit of the question, I don't think that there's a spirit. There <laughs> is. All of these questions will have either they'll be written poorly or they're. Well, there's some that are just like, how does this apply to politics at all? And there's some of them that are worded really confusingly. But like the very first question is, if globalization is inevitable, should the multinational corporations benefit the people? And my thing is you're telling us to answer what's best within a certain situation. And my thing is, what I said back with that question in episode zero, I, I would, is that it's always, be the benefit of the people is always number one, no matter what system we're in. Yeah. And so, yes, these questions do get misconstrued, and they are looking for, I think, answers to questions they're not asking. And I think if you were to listen to any of our episodes prior to this, you would agree with me. It's just we're with a question right now where you insist that the wording of the question is how they mean it. Well, I don't think that this test is coming from a liberal perspective. I think that um, that question specifically uh, might be asking, like, what do you think of socialism? Or it, it might be trying to apply 
to the socialists out there. Um, and what we oftentimes discuss when answering these questions is how will these answers move us on the scale, which is a lot of times you can see like, oh, they're just asking this question to find it. Like this question specifically, the one that we're answering right now, obviously you, if you select uh, disagree, you'll be moved conservative. If you press agree, you'll be, uh, be moved uh, liberal. But the thing is, is that every time I've taken this test, this test I've, asked, I've answered this question, strongly agree, but I'm always all the way to the right. Like every single time my answer is, you've seen, you've seen my outcome. Well, and I'm always like almost all the way on the right. The people who wrote this question and also the answers are not designed for the U.S. And I think I might have showed you. I think you. this is a U.S.-based company. No, it's not. Because when they when we see words like color, it's not spelled with a U. <laughs> That's irrelevant. My point <laughs> is is that the political compass as it applies to the rest of the world is not the same as America. Otherwise, why do Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, Donald Trump, all the Republicans and almost all the Democrats, except for like Bernie Sanders, why do they all end up in the authoritarian right? Yeah. All of our Democratic candidates are ending up in the right. And that's because politics is different in America. Even the liberals in America are not quite as liberal as the rest of the world. Yeah. So that's why this question to me is, you know, it's trying to say, are you a homophobic asshole? And <laughs> They should have just asked that. <laughs> well, are you a homophobic asshole? You bet. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so I guess agree, but for what the question's really asking, my answer is disagree. The way I answered it on the test, I believe, was disagree. All right. But I do not mean that to say that, like I said, there's different situations. There, I would rather kids have a father. I would rather... Kids, if the next of the kin is a homosexual and is with a partner, rather go to that person than the state. Um, I'm not being unrealistic about this question, but I'm also not going to deny science for the sake of political correctness. And next. All right, let's do another one from that one because we're having such a hard time with it. Oh, let's, we're probably uh... going to pick the next one. It's like... <laughs> Just so that we can have another question in comparison to see how it lines up to what well, we're discussing. I mean, a couple of them are fine, but sure. All right. Matt is uh, looking for a new one in the bag. Uh, he likes taking his time with this. I love with my hand in the sack. All right. You're going to get coronavirus all over these questions. Yeah, well. <laughs> what can you do? The freer the market, the freer the people. Oh my goodness, this is... <laughs> See, that one's a straightforward one. <laughs> the freer the market, the freer the people. Strongly oh, agree. I strongly agree with that one. She... You want to do another one from this one? <laughs> is there anything we can even say about this? It's so simple. I love it. Um, well, here's this. If you restrict the market, you put more control in the hands of the government, and whether or not it... Whether or not you can feel your freedoms directly being taken, mm -hmm. they can still be taken from you. Yeah. Um, and I think that's a lot of what... Uh, I often say a lot of the problem with socialism, like the redistribution of wealth is 25% of the problem. The other 75% of the problem that the left isn't seeing is that socialism also gives a tremendous amount of power to the government. Mm -hmm. And there, so in such case, there is no way that a less free market will create freer people yeah. because, and as people, we That's are the market. why we're capitalists because we think that capitalism is the best way to like inspire freedom. And let me just give you a little, uh, what, 
a little, what do you call it? Like a little, you know, a little star, just a... Asterisk? A little asterisk, yes. Which is that I, and if I've ever said this, I've said it incorrectly, I do not think capitalism is a perfect system. I think it is the best so far that we've come up with and the one that allows us the most freedom. I do think it encourages greed. I do not think it is a perfect system. I think there are problems with it. I think there are people struggling with it. Would I trade it for any of the other systems out there? Absolutely not. Present me with something better and I'll call capitalism garbage. For now, we're working with what we have. So that's my opinion. Mm -hmm. Next question. My, I, let me quote uh, the the famous great words of a great man, Donald Trump. Okay. Uh, yes. People are going to die from the coronavirus. More people are going to die if we shut down the economy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we just got to let people die. That's how Stunning capitalism and brave. <laughs> so brave. I don't. I mean, I didn't. Everyone's saying it. I didn't hear that speech, so I don't have. I don't even know if that's a quote he said. It, it, it came from the White House, you know. So I don't know who. Wait, it came a, from. Oh, so it might be somebody in the White House. The, that, well, it, it was from the White House, whatever that means. I don't know who said it specifically, anyway. but it was just like a. Uh, uh, yeah. Notification from the White House. Probably just. I don't know. Anyways, next question. Uh, ben Shapiro answered this one wrong as well. <laughs> you know, on this video, you should put a link to Ben Shapiro's answers just so okay. people can get I, it. I found it on Facebook. I'll have to find it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Find it yourself. Um, the business person and the manufacturer are more important than the writer and the artist. Ooh. Um. Now let me let me give you a little asterisk, Riley. Okay. Oh my goodness. <laughs> all right. I just got all up in your face. Yeah, I probably got you coronified. Yes. Are we distancing. two arm lengths? We are not. Two no, arm we <laughs> like my elbow touches you. Okay. Um, the business person and the manufacturer are more important than the writer and the artist. Now let me tell you what my good friend Ben Shapiro said about this. He said that he said he disagrees because the artist and the uh, writer might inspire. He, he disagrees because he's a writer and an uh, and an author. That's a good. That's yeah. a. And I did think about that, but also he said that the writer and the artist can be influential and they can affect business. Blah 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 blah. Um, my answer is going to be disagree because if we look at it from strictly an economic standpoint, the business person and the manufacturer create money as to where the artist and the writer create money for themselves. They don't really stimulate the economy to the same degree. The business person and the manufacturer are more important than the writer and the artist. Wait, does and it say more important? More important. Okay, yeah. I don't think they're more important people. I'm not saying the value of a person, but the value of the jobs. Yeah. Um, I. So you you said you agree with that statement? I do or? agree with the okay. statement. You said disagree, but I think you missed that. You missed uh, that. Yeah, that's probably happened yep. a couple um, times so before. I agree with you, and I strongly agree. And this strongly is, agree? This is, this is coming from someone who has multiple YouTube channels, has uh, been a musician, uh, stand-up comedian, all sorts of stuff. I failed at all of them, but I have attempted, you know. I've tried to be an artist, quote-unquote. But um, the fact of the matter is, is that I think I always look at like musicians because the music industry collapsed when the internet came out because people could just pirate music and musicians, you know, like Metallica is a really notable one. They had the fight against Napster and stuff um, there. I always look at them as so snobby as I'm not getting paid for my art. 
And that is a ridiculous thing to think. I think that art should be free because it's art. Like, why am I paying for this? You know, this should be able to be enjoyed by all. Now, if you can find a way to profit from it, that's okay with me. I'm, I'm a capitalist. If you, if people are willing to buy your music and you sell it, I'm totally okay with that. But I also think it is morally wrong to be mad when they don't. And I think that there's ways to profit off your art that don't directly, uh, attack the consumer, not attack, but not directly relate to the consumer. Like YouTubers are a big thing as they make their money from ads mostly. Um, and that doesn't impact the consumer at all. The content is still free for the consumer. They just watch an ad and that's how the uh, artist makes their profit. And then they can do other things like selling merch, which is a very capitalist system. It's, it's like, like, hey, like I have a this shirt. Um, that episode of South Park from like a long time ago where the boys want to start a band. Yeah. But they instead they protest because people are downloading their music illegally yeah and then in the end they're like well if we're good artists people will eventually buy our tickets to see us yeah and so the artist in this case is like well this year i only made 15 million instead of 25 million you know yeah. so it's uh <laughs> exactly i i think we both uh, i said agree you said strongly agree i think we agree on this for very different reasons i'm looking at it as the uh, what the people are contributing to the economy well, and that's, the society. That, that's the other half of it is um, the writer and the artist, I don't believe, are contributing as much to the economy. I think that the writer and artist are an important part of society because when you get home from your job at the end of the day, you want something to entertain yeah. you. And that's where the writer and artist comes in. But if they went away, we would find other ways to entertain ourselves. And also people are like creating art. <laughs> yes, they're jerking off all the time. But people are, I mean, you could call porn art, but I mean, you can always just use no, your brain. But anyways, yeah, but... Um, people are always creating stuff, whether they're getting paid or not. So this question, I think, is, I think it's trying to trick the liberals into being like, yeah, of course I value uh, art and, and authors more than the business person and the manufacturer because they're what's really valuable in life. But we're looking at it from a more realistic perspective of, yeah, these things help grow our world and our society so that we can have the luxuries that are art, you know? Like the like the first half, the business person and the whatever are kind of the necessity. Mm -hmm. And then the second half is like what the necessity mm -hmm. does in their free time. Could, could, like, if you look at animals... They are constantly working to feed, to sleep, to feed their young, to take care of their young, and they don't really have art. I not that I'm not sure if there's art in anywhere of the animal culture at all. Mm. I've ne I've never heard of animal art before. I mean, I've seen like elephants painting when they've been trained to and stuff like that, but I've never. But it doesn't happen I don't naturally. Think, yeah, I don't believe that there's any animals that have an artistic culture at all. But on a different. But that's because they on aren't, a different episode. You said anything can be art. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. Well, that's gay. But that doesn't... Let me tell you. <laughs> like, there is the... A manufacturer, the way he runs his business, could be a work of art in that it just works flawlessly. But that doesn't mean he's not a manufacturer. Well, and it could also be that the person who does the art is stimulating the economy by having art shows, which then, you know, the ticket price goes yeah. into the economy. But those things... 
I, I, I think art is a luxury, and I think that's the point I'm okay. trying to get to, yeah. is that, and that animals don't have that luxury, so they're constantly working. You know, wild animals are feeding, sleeping, feeding, sleeping, fucking, because they need to procreate, and then they need to take care of their young. Whereas we have art because we've gotten to the point in our culture where we are luxurious, luxurious enough to come home from a day at work and we can watch Family Day, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And again, I just want to make the big point that, like, it's like we're talking about the value of the the positions and what the people are doing, not the people themselves. And I'm not saying if you're an artist or musician or whatever the question said, I'm not discouraging that. Oh, me neither. Like, do what you do no. and, you know, do it to the glory of God. <laughs> but uh, Only be an artist if you're doing it for exa- God. That's right. Yeah. But, uh, you know... That, so that's my thing, is I'm not hating on artists at all. I'm just, again, I'm being realistic, and I'm not going to sugarcoat my answers. So yeah. I think that was a good episode. Yeah, it was. That first question kind of made it not a very funny episode, unfortunately. It does, well, but, sometimes you just got to be serious, yeah. but you're the yeah. one who wasn't letting it be funny because you, you <laughs> wouldn't let things go. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. We should have talked about gay men fucking in the ass because that's um, always real funny. I don't think that's funny, you know? <laughs> I think that's uh we're trying to stay PG thirteen here. Are we? Well, I mean I told before when I told my uh landlord, my last landlord who was a member of the LDS church. Yeah. I told him if he wanted to check it out, just so you know, we are PG thirteen usually, but we're doing an upcoming episode on abortion. <laughs> that one might be a little bit more R rated. So in general, I want everybody I know to be I'm, able to listen to this. PG-13 is only allowed to have one fuck per movie, and we've already had more than one fuck here. So it's, that, I haven't it's, given it's already, any so far. So <laughs> You don't give any fucks. I don't. Nope. Not happening. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for watching to our show, or thanks for listening to our show or watching it on YouTube if you're there. Um, I guess that's it. We'll see you in the next one.